Hello everyone, this is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So today's topic is a very important one and my guests and I are going to be talking about credit, specifically how to navigate your credit in this season of a new normal as a result of COVID-19 and we're going to be sharing actionable tools for credit score recovery and resilience. I've gotten a lot of questions about managing credit or rebuilding credit as a result of the different financial circumstances so many people are facing and so who better to have this conversation with than the experts themselves. And that being said, this episode is brought to you by FICO, a company that you have most likely heard about. Founded in 1956, FICO is a data analytics company based in San Jose, California, and they are focused on credit scoring services. Its FICO score is a measure of consumer credit risk, and it has become a fixture of consumer lending in the United States and is used in more than 90% of lending decisions today. And so now more than ever, FICO believes in empowering communities by way of financial education and is committed to providing consumers with tools to maintain their financial health. And partnering with FICO on this episode today is Operation Hope. Operation Hope is a nonprofit, for purpose organization working to disrupt poverty and empower inclusion for low and moderate income youth and adults. Its focus is financial dignity and inclusion. And Operation Hope equips young people and adults with the financial tools and education to secure a better future. And they do this by coaching them through their personal aspirations and life challenges and facilitating their journey to financial independence. So joining me to have this conversation today are two incredible women, Joanne Gaskin and Sharonda Walker. So Joanne Gaskin is the Vice President of Scores and Analytics at FICO. She is responsible for the strategic direction of FICO's scoring products and business partnerships serving the needs of the mortgage industry. Joanne has more than 20 years of experience in banking and financial services, and she has led efforts to address some of the most important topics impacting the mortgage market today. Sharonda Walker is an Operation Hope financial well-being coach specializing in credit and money management. Her career has included many roles in financial services, including positions as a loan officer, real estate investor and owner, and consultant in the credit restoration space. Her simple philosophy of pay yourself and invest in yourself first has paid many dividends to her and the individuals she has coached in credit, taxes, and finances. So I'm really excited to share this very important conversation with Joanne and Sharonda. But before we get into this episode, make sure you grab your pen and your notebook because there is some really useful information that is shared on this episode. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And head on over to clevergirlfinance.com to check out our blog content. We update the blog multiple times a week. We have videos on the YouTube channel every single week. And of course, we have our over 30 plus free courses to help you on your journey to financial wellness. So now let's get into this conversation with Joanne and Sharonda. Hey, Joanne and Sharonda, welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. Hello. I'm so excited to have you both here and I would love for you to introduce yourselves starting with Joanne. Yeah, hi, Paula. Um, I'm Joanne Gaskin, uh, a FICO Scores Vice President you know, I joined FICO back in 2007 to lead our mortgage recovery initiative after spending my entire career in financial services. So while well, I have a fairly broad responsibilities here at FICO, you know, when we're talking today, I really want to take time to focus in on the work that we're doing in financial literacy, 
And in particular, I think we have a great opportunity to talk about a program that we're able to launch last year that we call FICA Score A Better Future. So thank you for having us. Well, I'm Sharonda Walker. I'm a financial coach with Operation Hope. We're a nonprofit organization that focuses on financial literacy. I'm located in the Houston, Texas, Third Ward area. My background has included uh, financial services as well. And I transitioned over to the nonprofit when I really saw the need and the call to help others. So, Joanne, you have more than 20 years of experience in banking and financial services, and that is a really long time to stay committed in one industry. What drives you? What is, you know, that reason why you are so passionate about being in this field? Yeah, Bo, it's a great question. And I'd say, you know, I've been in this field for so long because I feel like there is an underlying mission um, that is something that I appreciate so much. And I've been on both of the kind of lending as well as investment side of the financial services industry over these years. And so I think about them being very connected, you know, that uh, what we do and what we do here at FICO, it's about access to credit. We um, have developed analytics in order to make certain that uh, consumers have the opportunity to get access to credit on fair terms that allows them actually then to build wealth. So meaning, you know, an opportunity to qualify for a mortgage um, and build uh, your net worth and then be able to perhaps over time move into uh, more sophisticated financial instruments. So it's always been an interest and passion of mine. And I'd say the reason I got more interested in also financial literacy and the work that we're doing with Score a Better Future is this, that I do believe that there's gaps um, in knowledge uh, because of generational issues. And what I mean by that is that if you come from a family that never spoke about finances or money, it makes it much more difficult in order to understand how to do that once you are on your own. I happen to come from a family that or that was not something that was discussed, kind of considered off the table. And I found as I moved out of the house, you know, on my own for the first time, uh, that I didn't understand how things worked. As an example, you know, I remember calling my dad and saying, did you know that you get a bill for water? Um, and he said, yes. And I said, well, why didn't you explain that to me? And so we had this long dialogue about it. And I just think it's really important to be transparent. And so as I've, you know, moved on in my life, you know, I've always thought it was really important to be clear on those things and have always done so with my son so that hopefully um, he doesn't, you know, get surprised as he moves on in his life and take on um, additional obligations on his own. Yes, knowledge is power. And Sharonda, you work for an organization, Operation Hope, that is really focused on disrupting poverty and creating inclusion for low and moderate income youth and adults. And you've had your own personal successes with your finances, like becoming a real estate investor. And I would love for you to share how you got into working for this organization and why you're so passionate. Was there something that you went through or grew through that made you want to support this particular organization and demographic of people that they help? Yes, Bola. Um, I would have to uh, say, just like Joanne, I think it was generational. You know, I was never taught the ABCs of money and credit. I was always told you don't, you don't get credit. It was a bad thing. You, you hide your money under the bed, you know, 
or you just don't deal with it. So that's what I grew up with, that philosophy of just, oh, you know, I, I, I don't care. And as you go through life and as I was always being denied for credit or turned down for things, whether it was an apartment or credit card bill or a bank account, you realize, you know, maybe the way I was taught was wrong. So, you know, I took those times to really work on the plan. And, and as I matriculated through my career, I saw a need that, you know, this was a mindset that a lot of us had. And so once I started learning about credit and about financial literacy, I just kind of felt that it was just my duty just, you know, to help those and help my peers and those same individuals that thought like I threw just through that. This is the things that we've been taught as children. And so once I connected with Operation Hope and I found that this is my purpose was to serve and educate, it's been very fulfilling. So, Bola, I do have a success story that I would like to share. Um, back in April of 2019, I had a client that sat in for a coaching session. And her words when she sat down is that I want to put myself in a financial journey that my friends and family can be proud of. She was living with her parents because she was so indebted with heavy debt. And she also was in graduate school at the same time. But her goal was to purchase a home. So we really got to work and we developed that action plan to restructure her debt. Um, We were able to consolidate her credit cards and refinance her auto loan. So she actually took my advice and went to work as far as, you know, paying down her debt. And within three months, she increased that credit score by 50 points. And as a result of that, she was actually able to get approved for a credit card with a $20,000 limit on that. So what she also did was transfer those balances from her existing cards, and she reduced her interest rate down to 0% on a promotional rate. So with that, she really got excited, and she got a part-time job to pay down her debt more, and she called me at the end of the year, and she was like, I'm ready to buy that home, and I was really, really excited that I could pull her credit score and was able to see that her, her score was high enough where I could refer her with some loan officers. So now she's in the process of shopping for a home. That's amazing. And, you know, one thing I think it's important for people to recognize from what you said is that you walked her through a strategy, right? So you walked her through how to get a better interest rate on her auto loan by refinancing it, how to consolidate her debt, and also, you know, work through paying off her debt faster and leveraging a 0% promotional period on her credit card to really get ahead on reducing her debt balance by paying it off faster and taking advantage of that window of time of that 0%. And I think that's something that's super, super important for people to understand that as you're working through your financial plan, it's important that you work through it with strategy and intention. And Sharonda, that's amazing that you support people through creating these plans and helping them achieve their financial goals. Thank you, yes. I'm very proud of her. And both of you ladies do some really, really incredible work. And, you know, I'm so glad to be able to have this conversation with you to kind of dig deep into how people can be navigating their finances and their credit during a season of crisis. And just given the current climate of things, there are a lot of concerns that people have about how their credit may be impacted 
due to their inability to pay their bills or to keep up with their bills. So I wanted to ask you ladies a few questions along that line. I guess the first question would be, what are some key facts that people need to know about their credit and paying their bills late in the season? Well, you know, we, at FICA, we have, I think, some very helpful information on the MyFICA website for consumers to check out. Um, in particular, we have a COVID checklist and a blog post that is designed to specifically help consumers understand how to protect their credit during this COVID crisis. Uh, we also explain, you know, what is a forbearance? What's a deferment plan? We want to make certain that we're demystifying these terms so that consumers feel comfortable asking for help in their time of need here. Uh, we do believe that, you know, the number one recommendation at this point to uh, suggest to consumers is this. You know, before you go delinquent or you can't make a payment on time, definitely reach out to your lender or your servicer and ask for help. Most all of them have programs that are in place today. They understand and they're willing to work with the consumers. And also, if you're not comfortable speaking with the lender or your servicer, there are great people such as the counselors at Operation Hope that are more than happy to interact on your behalf and help you build a budget and help prioritize payments uh, during your time of need. So that's some really great information, Joanne. And I think, you know, it's really important, like you said, to research resources, reach out to your lenders and creditors, because for a lot of people in this season, this is the first time that they're actually facing financial difficulty or they're actually having to look into programs like forbearance or, you know, going into the, into delinquencies. And it's really important to leverage the resources that you can to understand how it all works and ask for help where you need it. So Thank you very much for sharing that. So for people on payment plans who are already on those payment plans or who are in deferment programs, what types of questions should they be asking lenders and creditors as it relates to their credit? Well, Bola, I think that what people should really be asking when they're talking to their creditors is with me being on this deferment or payment plan, how will it affect as far as my credit reporting? Will there be any negative credit reporting? Uh, if so, can we ask them if they could uh, report those, those deferment payments as current? And then also should be uh, asking um, if they're still unable to pay after that deferment or wave period has gone, will there be any other hardship assistance options available? I think those are great suggestions, by the way. And so, you know, um, and, you know, we have some common themes going here. We do definitely agree with you that you want to understand the terms and what's the duration of the time period that you can delay making those payments, mm -hmm. right? And then what happens for the repayment schedule? You know, there's different options that we've heard about that are out there where it might be you pay a lump sum at the end of the term of the loan, or they might do something what they call reamortization, which means that they're going to extend the term of the loan and spread those payments out further. So really important just to understand that so you can think about it from a budgeting perspective. Um, and then, you know, to the a prior point, you really want to understand, you know, what is the reporting that's going to happen to the credit bureaus? The lender becomes the furnisher in providing that information. And I would just want to say from a FICO perspective, 
um, a consumer that's being reported in a forbearance plan or deferment plan is not considered derogatory or negative by the FICO score. So we think it's a good idea to ask for assistance as needed. Thank you so much for sharing those really, really important answers, Sharonda and Joanne. And if you are listening to this and you are experiencing financial difficulty or you're needing to reach out to your creditors, rewind this portion of the podcast, grab your pen, grab your paper, and write down those questions that both Sharonda and Joanne have mentioned that you ask so that when you get on that call, you are prepared because the last thing that you want is to sign up for a program, get into a plan and be surprised at any fees or impact to your credits once you're already committed to that program. So definitely write down these questions so you have a guideline as to which you can approach those calls. And what are some things that people can do now to minimize the impact of COVID-19 to their credits and even their ability to obtain credit in the future? Well, Bola, I would say uh, my suggestion is just you know, just try to make the minimum payment if you can to avoid that that negative hit on your credit. And also just really, you know, communicating with your creditors. Uh, don't be afraid to answer the phone. Don't be afraid to answer letters in the mail. You know, let's not avoid our creditors. Let's reach out to them and uh, show them that, that we really are still trying to pay our bills and we take our credit seriously. I think that's great advice. You know, so important as we think about the ingredients in the FICO score and, you know, how we think about the importance of things on the credit report. So, you know, the largest, you know, piece of the um, FICO score pie that you'd see out there is, you know, 35% is based upon uh, being able to make your payments on time. So that suggestion of just being on time, maybe it's a smaller payment than you normally make, but that's going to be helpful. Uh, the next thing that we look at is the, you know, the amounts outstanding. And so, you know, if you can make a payment um, and work with your lenders, I think that that's so important. So, you know, again, emphasizing don't be embarrassed. Um, a lot of people are asking for help right now. Um, and important to make certain that you raise your hand if you're being impacted by the COVID virus right now. And this is such excellent insight because a lot of times people will say, I'm really scared to have a conversation. You know, it's just a lot of fears around having to deal with this, especially if you haven't ever had to do this. But what you ladies are sharing is that knowledge is power. And once you have that knowledge, you can create a strategy and you can be objective as to how you approach all of this. And that will help you minimize any fears you have around calling your creditors. Because yes, it can be intimidating to have that phone call, right? But if you have a plan, you have your questions listed, you've done your research, you know, you can go into that call more more prepared and you feel less afraid. And the worst thing anyone can say to you is no, right? So you, you have to make sure that you don't sit back and just let things happen if you're going through difficulty, but instead you take intentional action so that you can make sure that you can minimize impact to your credit, you can minimize impact to your finances, and you can come out of, come out of this on the other side um, as best as possible. I agree. Very great point, Bola. A plan is very important and it helps make certain that you are able to be successful whatever your financial objectives are. So Joanne, the credit bureaus recently announced that they are offering free credit reports to all Americans on a weekly basis in response to this pandemic. 
And given that there's been a rise in credit and financial scams everywhere, where exactly should people go to pull their reports and what should they be looking out for? Yes, Bola, that's a great point. So uh, the three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, have all offered that consumers can access their credit report for free on annualcreditreport.com. So it's annualcreditreport.com until April 2021 in order to help consumers monitor their credit reports during this time. So that um, our recommendation is that consumers should first make certain that they pull from all three credit bureaus because the information may differ across the three. And then we want to make certain you confirm that, um, that the name and social security number are correct on all three of those credit bureau reports. Uh, sometimes someone you might use a middle initial or not, and we want to make certain that you just have a consistent credit profile and that the social security number is correct so that you can be assured that there's not fraudulent activity going on on your account. The next is that you really want to make certain you recognize all of the accounts or sometimes referred to as trade lines on that credit report. So do you have an auto loan with XYZ company or mortgage with uh, ABC? You want to make certain that those are recognizable. And then also that the payment status, meaning current, um, is reflected as you would expect as well as what the amount owed is, because those are really key ingredients into the FICO score, and those are going to help you assure that the information on your report is correct. Last but not least, check for um, inquiries. So you want to know if someone might be trying to use your identity to apply for credit, and so you want to make certain that those are recognizable and affirm that that's the correct information. If any of the information is not correct to your understanding, uh, there's some fairly helpful tips on both the uh, CFPB website as well as the myfico.com website as to how you can dispute the information. So uh, make certain you take a look at that if any of the information is incorrect. So the other thing that we, we believe is important to track as well is your FICO score. Um, and so the FICO score um, can be found in a number of different sites for free. Uh, so, for example, we have a number of lender partners, over 200 in the industry that share on a regular basis the FICO score that they use to make credit decisions. You can find that list on FICOscore.com. To make it easy, we can share that also Discover, credit card issuer, also provides a free FICO score for anyone who comes to their website. So we do think it's important to make certain you're tracking the score that's actually used by lenders for making credit decisions. That's so important to know what score lenders are using. That way you are not surprised by the outcome when you apply or when you review the report that they pull um, on your behalf. Well, exactly. We think that the program creates this transparency between the lender and the consumer. No one wants to be surprised, as you just said, Bola, um, and find that they don't necessarily qualify for the product that they thought they were going to. Yeah. And you shared some really great tips as to, you know, what you should be looking for on your credit report, where you should go check, how to go about doing your research to filing a dispute. And I'll make sure I put those links in the show notes for those of you who are interested in learning more about all of that information that Joanne just shared. 
So Sharonda, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and just talk about the emotional aspect of financial matters during this time of crisis. And there's a lot of shame that women are carrying right now about financial matters, despite the fact that COVID-19 is outside of their control. It's not their fault. They didn't cause this, right? And so what advice would you give women listening as it relates to being embarrassed, feeling ashamed, or feeling like a failure because of their current financial and credit situation? Well, Bola, the first thing I want women to know that, that there's no need to feel embarrassed or ashamed. It's out of our control. You know, we're women, we're, we're resilient, we're amazing, and we do the best that we can. But if you are feeling having those negative emotions, don't be afraid to reach out. Operation Hope has coaches throughout the country you feel free to pick up the phone and call any one of us. We are a no-judgment zone. Every coach that Operation Hope has had a real-life experience on their financial journey. So we understand. And just understand that, you know, this, this time right now is just temporary. We'll get through it and we're all going to bounce back. It's really easy to talk to any one of our coaches here at Operation Hope. Um, you can go into our website at operationhope.org. Our services are free. There's no cost associated We're here to help and we're here to guide you. And I love that the fact that there is a resource out there, there is, you know, an organization that's there to support women, your spouses, your relatives, your partners, you can all leverage this resource. And I love the fact that you guys operate from a no shame and no judgment perspective, which is what we're all about here at Clever Girl Finance. And Sharonda, you said it, we are amazing as women. We are incredible beings. And the truth is that we will get through this difficult time. And so if you need that help. If you need that support, definitely take advantage of the resources to help you get through this. And don't feel like you have to go through this by yourself. Because we're all in this together. We're all going through this this time together. Exactly. So Joanne, I know that FICO has initiatives ongoing, and I would love for you to share what FICO is doing right now to support communities in time of need and helping to close the financial literacy gap and who is eligible to participate in these different programs that FICO has going on. Yeah, of course, Bola. You know, earlier in the program, you know, I mentioned to you um, the Score a Better Future program. Um, which is a free program that's designed to bring together uh, local community resources, such as Operation Hope, to make certain that we're uh, allowing consumers to understand what resources are available to them in their community. Uh, We're running educational events, financial literacy, but then also making certain that we are providing an opportunity for those attendees to register for a private virtual appointment with these expert coaches So through that process, you know, they will help them pull their credit report. uh, They'll get access to their FICO score for free. And then they can help them with budgeting questions, as well as, you know, looking to build over time a financial plan that works for them. And I really like that one high-touch service, uh, a one-to-one with these uh, attendees that can really help them build to whatever the financial future or objective is that they have. But additionally, you know, FICO has a number of educational tools for um, consumers that may not be able to attend those events. Through those online resources, uh, there's abilities to uh, take a look at quick little video snippets, watch uh, educational webinars, estimate your FICO score for free. So there's a, a wealth of resources and opportunity to take a look at 
Again, it's the FICOscore.com as well as FICO.com backslash SABF.com. Thank you for sharing that, Joanne. And I will be sure to include those links that you mentioned, both you and Sharonda have mentioned so far in the show notes as well for everyone who is listening. Sharonda, I would love for you to share some specific tools and resources that are available from Operation Hope for people right now, especially given any fears or judgment that they might be facing. Well, Paula, what they can do, uh, one of the great tools we offer is our free coaching session. People can call us. You can schedule a free coaching session with me. Um, what that would entail is sitting down one-on-one, um, assessing your goals. You know, what is it you'd like to have accomplished? Uh, we have a 700-plus credit initiative. So that's going to be the goal that we're going to work toward is getting you over that 700 threshold. We'll work out a, a financial game plan how we can come up with a, a way to save to pay off those bills, how to get out of that debt and increase that credit score. Thank you so much for sharing that. And again, I will add more detail on that in the show notes. So Joanne, many people are going to be focused on rebuilding their credit in the aftermath of all of this. And one of the things that FICO is offering are individual credit counseling sessions. Can you walk us through what this looks like? Yeah, I'd be delighted to. So uh, we've tied the individual credit counseling uh, sessions to our fantastic uh, not-for-profit credit counselor partners, such as Operation Hope. And so what we um, have created is a programmatic way to go out. Now, virtually, we used to do it in person, which was so much warmer. But for now, we'll be virtual um, and doing webinars where we um, use Zoom to uh, run sessions to explain uh, FICO score basics, help demystify scores. Many people have the same questions. So we're doing some polling to make certain we understand where consumers are coming from and make certain that we make a custom event for each location that we go to. So as an example, uh, we're going to be partnering with uh, Operation Hope uh, for the city of Greenville on June 19th with a number of other really great local partners. Um, And so we would invite people to come join that event um, and learn more about your score, as well as getting an opportunity to set up uh, this uh, free appointment. Uh, They use a fantastic technology, I think, called You Can Book Me. It's super easy online. Select a date, time that's convenient for you, and you get a chance to speak to a coach that is has expertise and can create a really an individual plan for you. And that's what we love about this program in that, um, you know, it helps make it actionable and real for the participants. So rather than just getting a broad message about how a score works, it's really saying, now how can we make that score work for you? What is it that you'd like to accomplish? And um, doing some of these together um, with Operation Hope in the past, we've had you know fantastic results of folk coming in and finding out that their score is better than they expected, which is a lovely surprise, but people are scared to check their score. Um, and so we know, find that we're getting people prepared for either home ownership or maybe to refinance that auto so that you can get a more affordable payment. There's just so many great outcomes if you have the opportunity to learn, empower, and get the assistance that you need. So uh, we're just very excited about the opportunity to reach as many consumers as we possibly can with 
hopefully an uplifting, positive message that there is assistance out there um, and that you can get to the goals that you want. We always say, you know, FICO scores are dynamic. The score you have today doesn't have to be the score that you have in the future. I love that. I love the idea of the initiative because I get so many questions. Our Clever Girl Finance mentors get so many questions as it relates to credit. And this initiative is number one, it's free. (laughs) And number two, you get that one-on-one time, even though it's virtual, right, to sit with an expert and go over your unique situation. And I think that can be very helpful for anyone who has questions about their credit or what will happen if a certain scenario happens or who needs tips and suggestions to improve or rebuild their credit as they navigate through this crisis. And so if you're listening to this and you're in that space, you'd to take advantage of this event and all the resources that Joanne has um, put out on the podcast and also the resources from Operation Hope that Sharonda has mentioned as well. So Joanne and Sharonda, before I let you go, I have to ask you, what are your Clever Girl superpowers? (laughs) Sharonda, you want to go first? Well, I believe that my powers are my ability to relate to other women, my compassion for other women, and my desire to see us all win. I love that. That is tremendous. So, you know, um, I think we all have a lot in common on this call because I would typically say that um, my clever girl superpower, which I'm so glad I have one now, um, (laughs) is I have learned over the years, it's really important to be present in all my interactions with others. Um, It's really important in terms of being able to understand, relate, and communicate effectively with all individuals that you interact with, both on a personal as well as professional basis. And so, you know, in my role at FICO, I think it's really vital for me to understand the plight of consumers that we work with uh, that need financial assistance and need, you know, to understand how the system works so that they can successfully navigate it. But I also, you know, spend time with uh, risk executives to policymakers. And, you know, everyone comes with their own perspective. And I think it's really incumbent on us to be fully present and understand everybody else's perspective in order to really be able to build coalitions and be successful together. I love that. You are both amazing, incredible ladies, and I do appreciate your time, you know, coming to share your expertise and all this really valuable information with the Clever Girl Finance audience. And so finally, I would love for you both to share how the women who are listening and even the men who are listening can learn more about you guys and what your organizations do. Well, you can learn more about how to reach me at sharondawalker.youcanbook.me to schedule an appointment. You can also email me at sharonda.walker at operationhope.org as well as feel free to pick up the phone and give me a call. My uh, number is 346-260-8640 or just go into the website. We have a Hope at Hand app that will connect you to a coach as well. 
Well, and Bo, I would say, you know, there's so many resources at FICO, but uh, if someone wants to connect with me directly, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm active there and happy to interact with um, everyone on that platform. Uh, the FICO um, scores team is very active also on Facebook and Instagram um, and, and Twitter. So there's always uh, interesting new pieces of information out there about what we're doing in the local communities to help. Um, and then, of course, uh, we are always so proud to point people to uh, the ongoing updated information on the FICO, my FICO, excuse me, dot com site, myfico.com. Uh, there is a wonderful um, a platform out there for consumers to also share information with each other. Uh, and so I do believe that, you know, that's also a wonderful opportunity to uh, to take a look at um, and search out the educational tools there as well. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate your time for being here. So I hope that you have enjoyed listening to this incredibly insightful episode with Joanne Gaskin and Sharonda Walker, and you now have some useful insights to help you navigate this season that we're all going through as a result of the pandemic. Be sure to check out the show notes where I have linked all of the resources that both Joanne and Sharonda have mentioned, including how you can participate in the Score a Better Future virtual event that FICO is hosting in collaboration with Operation Hope on June 19th. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening to the podcast. And if you have loved what you listened to, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And don't forget to stop by clevergirlfinance.com to check out all of our latest updates and new content. I will talk to you guys soon.